1: Yes, sir. What is yes, going on?
0: <laughs> Victory Monday, baby. What was you saying? Do it. Victory Monday. I mean, you go ahead a non-sponsored you know I'll put it down <laughs> underneath. You know, I had to make
2: sure. I forgot we, about we the sponsors. Mis- We've been staying man, in the babe. studio
0: for a fifth, full 15 minutes. Should we go ahead and get your... I had to get that last <laughs> drop that <out. Okay. laughs> You want to start the show now? Church? We good. We good to go, baby. Let's go. Do I
2: really need to reset? I'm oh,
0: sorry. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Replay the intro. Go ahead. Let's start again. Cut. No, <laughs> like no, no. Like James Brown. Like James Brown. James Brown, Fine. <laughs> I'm James- <a>
1: liar. <laughs> hey, maybe start we'll a J- J- like James Brown would look whoa, at Whoa, whoa, whoa. I <laughs> got no. <laughs> whoa. You did not yeah, say that. yeah, you best
0: to be careful. Well, we might need to get an extra one. We can't get an extra
1: <laughs> one. No, nah, you can't have two. No, oh, you, you can't have two. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Hotels.com. They pay too much money to share that space.
0: <laughs> this is the Players Lounge. Brought to you by Hotels.com. He's Barry Church. Yes, sir. He's doing his own thing. But, uh,. <laughs> Welcome to the show, B. Uh, Danny McRae, the ultimate survivor. I'm Newey Scruggs. Okay, we've got a whole lot to chop up here. All of us on a Victory Monday came through. Going back, looking at the predictions. Uh, Danny, you had a 34-20 win by the Cowboys. They win Mm 36-28. Barry, you had it in a close game. You thought Dallas by 3-17-14. And I had it 31-24. So, all of us our winners, Cowboys cover 4.5. Cowboys in a battle against a first-place team. Do I get the closest? No, I knew he got the closest.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. Eight, under. Okay. I, eight, so, closest. churches is in last with us scoring 17. I'm right. 17. No, I'm right. <laughs> How many got... points? How many points? How many points do you say was going to score? Man, look. Uh, well, I said it was gonna be 17-4. We are gonna win by three. I'm saying you said we were only gonna score seventeen points. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be a tight one because you I thought, thought their defense was what they. What I thought it was, it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be what it was, but it wasn't. When, y'all got to stop. But we did this against Tampa. Now we did this against Carolina. Y'all got to stop with this. I think that this about? defense is good. Tampa, Tampa is supposed to be good based off what they did last year. Uh, Carolina supposed to be good because they, you know, what they did to uh, thirty for thirty, Jameis, what mm-hmm. they did. You know, it don't make no sense. Okay, nobody's holding us to seventeen points. Hey, you might be right about that. You might be right about that. But we, all, we but were you all was wrong today. Right. We, 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 no, we, we, right. we were all right. We were all right. though. We were all right. We were all right, but it, I wasn't in last, though. Yeah, you, you had three points. But <laughs> you had 14. Yeah. You was over. <laughs> no, nah, he was
2: Anyway, was over. <laughs> let's get back to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, um, at the end of the day, they won. That's it. And for me, the thing for me, let's get everybody's initial takeaway from the game. Is this defense is doing this without Tank Lawrence. No Dorrance Armstrong yesterday. Uh, No Keanu Neal.
2: Yeah.
0: No Donovan Wilson. This, to me, is just really impressive because we haven't seen this defense do this. And let's go back here over the last 10 years. When you had a key member like a Sean Lee go down, then everything would just fall down. And Mm -hmm. if you lost a key piece, then just everything would fall down. And it's a testament, one, to the players – Because they're ready to go. And you guys are former players. And so people use that old adage all the time, next man up. To watch guys actually go step up, do their jobs, that's impressive. And then I come back to coaching. Uh, Danny, you've been preaching Dan Quinn from the is. beginning. Dan Quinn. And I go back to just everybody from George Edwards, the linebacker, Coach Joe Witt over there the, uh, with the DBs. and Al Harris. A, yep, eight up front. I mean, over the D-line. I mean, what they're all doing. I mean, the coaching job that is going on here for the Dallas Cowboys, to me, is very impressive. Because you went up against a 3-0 and football team that came out there punching. Okay, it was a fight, man. Carolina came out there fighting. Yeah, yeah. They were striking. They... Uh, I, I uh, that was my
1: uh, initial. Thoughts. I will say this: they they were hitting hard, all right? Yeah. But they was hitting hard after 13, 14 yard gains, All right. So yeah, they they came out to 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 try to punish you and make a statement as far as we're going to be physical with you, but. From the beginning of the game, first snap, when Ezekiel Elliott grabbed the ball and ran through the face mask of the defensive tackle, ran through the face mask of the linebacker, we knew exactly what type of game it was going to be, all right? We gained yards pretty much on every snap of the game. Ezekiel Elliott came out, offensive line dominated. This dude was, what, seven, eight yards a carry? Tony Pollard come in, get the same thing? We dominated these guys, and this was the number one defense overall in the NFL, passing and rushing. And we came out there and pretty much did whatever we wanted to these guys.
2: Yeah, and, and, and the defensive side of the ball for us, I mean, talk about depth. I mean, we got so much depth out there. Nua, you, you just talked about it, the missing pieces along the defensive line, missing pieces in the secondary. And these guys still played at an extremely high level. Like, Look at Osa, Odigizua I think his name is. I don't want to butcher it, but I think it's Odigizua. He was in there getting pressure consistently. And there's no Neville Gallimore,
0: no Tristan Hill in there. And then you go on the edges. Look at the edges. Go ahead. What you about to say? Just piggybacking on what you said, I remember when Neville Gallimore got hurt in that preseason game. I'm like, What man. are we going to do?
1: Who? Who, who? who did I said, oh, okay. I was for All sure right. like, man, what are we going to do? Because I'm not even going to speak to how good the defense is playing. That's why I just went straight to no. offense because mm-hmm. I already know.
0: No, I, I I literally looked at it and said, here's a problem. And and he was playing so well at camp. When I was out there, you, you could see, you you could definitely see when we talked before about these second-year guys, the Travon Diggs uh making an improvement, C. D. Lamb making an mm-hmm. improvement, Sean McEwen out there, the tight end making an improvement. You tear saw steel. Tear tear steel So you saw you saw guys, and Gallimore was probably right up there with C.D. And in terms of you know where you saw them just growing, you mm-hmm. know he was probably right there just in Diggs, where you just said, "Man, really making a difference." And we've seen what CD and Diggs have been able to do. And I'm telling you right now, Gallimore was on that track of what he was doing. So when he gets back, man, that, that's that's kind of the interesting thing about how how Dan Quinn incorporates these guys. What could they be in November? December. I mean, you know, you guys can speak to this mm-hmm. in terms of where teams are, and we've talked before about that eleven-game stretch they're going to go through—eleven yep. games in a row—and then just a seventeen-game schedule. This Cowboys defense can improve. And then look at and we go back to the depth part about
2: it. Look at the secondary, the free agents that we brought in here. I'm thinking, okay, KZ, he'll be a solid contributor out there. J. Ron Curse. This is a guy who I'm thinking, okay, we picked him up for the low uh whatever they got him for, for in free agency, and I'm thinking this guy, you know, in Detroit he was a special teams player. That's all pretty much he was. Maybe plug in here and there. And I thought he was going to have that same value here. I thought he was going to be a core special teamer. If somebody went down, he might get, a, you know, kind of like similar to um 23. What was his uh safety we had here, 23, what was his name? Anyways, I thought he was going to be similar to that being a, a core special teamer. This guy has come out, and he's proven that he belongs in the starting conversation. I mean, he's going out there locking tight ends up, and he's playing great in the run game consistently. This guy has not given up any big plays out there. J. Ron Curse and this whole this whole defense, whatever we whatever Dan Quinn got going on with this defense, those guys are flying around the football. We got depth pieces all over the place. And look, if we continue to do that, we're going to get healthy as the season progresses. So right now, I mean, Dan Quinn, Dan, Danny, you were right about it. I got to give you your kudos. You
1: was right about it. And and, and and to speak to a curse, I think that's also a testament to the coaches because you see him being put in, in, in positions to make plays, mm-hmm. right? I think if you see him playing probably deep middle for the entire game, then you will see some stuff where you're like, I, I don't think that, that this is the guy that should be back there. But every time you see him, he's in the position to do what he does on special teams for the most part, yeah. fill a gap, make a tackle, or just line up on your man and cover him. And mm-hmm. he's out there making those plays consistently. And I think across the board, you see people be, uh, being put in position to make plays. Michael Parsons, when you see third and long, he's going down there to the rest the passer. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's getting after it.
0: So, as we dive more into this here on the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com, who do you give the credit for recognizing not only what Mike Nolan did last year was just not a just not a bad job, but didn't put people in the right positions, but getting it right with Dan Quinn, and we'd spoken before here on the show. That, okay, if you bring in Dan Quinn, that's one thing. Bring in the people that he knows; so yeah, they can his help tools, him, right? Help him. Uh, so, so, who do you give that credit to? Is that is that Jerry and Steven? Is that McCarthy? I mean, where do you go hmm. when you start to dive up and look into the credit for that?
1: It sound like I'm bashing the guy but I just I can't give it to McCarthy because he's the one who brought in Nolan and I think that if he had the option he probably would have gave the guy another shot yeah. all right so I think that somebody went over his head a little bit maybe Jerry maybe Stephen maybe a little bit of Will as well and mm-hmm. said hey I think that what works best for the players that we have is to find somebody that runs a 4-3 that's what they started at and then they were looking at Atlanta and saying, "This guy's probably going to be available because Atlanta was having a horrible season." Yeah. Well, let's wait and see if this is the guy that we can get. And thankfully, he did become available. I'm not even sure who the second option would have been, so I, would, I had no plan B. So I'm gonna say that it was Jerry Steven with some with some will in there as well. Yeah, I got to give a lot of credit to those
2: three, uh, especially Will. You know, bringing those guys in because if we look at it, you know, the Cowboys have always gotten bashed for for bargain hunting at the safety position. Uh, we always figured, oh man, they don't never want to spend no money at the safety position, we're never going to get a playmaker back there um, to fill that role with the, with the least amount of money we're spending there. And what does he do? He brings in a Keanu Neal, they bring in a KZ, they bring in a Jerron Curse out there, and these guys are all kind of coming in for a bargain. I mean, Keanu Neal went for a little bit more, but the rest of these guys are bargains, and it's proven dividends for this team. They went out there and they're flying around
0: right now. This is when you go to the outlet store. And you find those Jordans at Ross.
2: They <laughs> <laughs> he just came up on so Old, old concourse.
0: The Thursday truck just came. They unloaded it. You happened to be there at the right time. And hey. they put some Jordans out there at Ross. I'll take them. Mm-hmm. I'll take those. And, and they, they, they did go bargain hunting, but they ended up getting some quality deals after so many years of missing. Last year was nothing but misses. Oh yeah, by by them from a defensive standpoint and even from an offensive standpoint. Watching watching Cam Irvin,
2: we all knew what I was going to have it coming into that one. Yeah,
0: credit (laughs) to the defense for getting the five sacks, but literally the thing that I just keep saying to myself, and David Tepper is the owner of the Carolina Panthers. Matt Rule is is the head coach and he's really the GM too. If I'm David Tepper, I'm like guys. What was he doing on the roster? Why am I writing <laughs> him a check? Because if it's one thing we've seen, the highlight of his career was the day he was drafted in the first round. It ain't been no highlight since, yeah. man. He's he been off. a disappointment from the time he was in Cleveland. Everywhere he goes, he's a disappointment. So the Cowboys have told you, you know what? Thanks, no thanks, we don't want you. Okay, remember, they lost the left and right tackles out here. So Cam Irving was here, and they're like, nah, nah, we good. And you not only pick him up. He's out here starting. Is he starting to tackle. I mean, you know. Whoop. The-
1: when you when you th- when you three and zero right, see you hide some stuff like that right. Yeah, yeah. Wins Sometimes you alive. yeah you sweep some of that stuff under the rug. You say, oh, listen, he's serviceable, and we're winning. But then you go up against some guys who have a pass rush. Like I said, they they hadn't really been playing teams right. Saints came mm-hmm. in with the COVID stuff going on. Other than that, they didn't play a winning team. Mm-hmm. And then they came in and now now they got some reorganizing to do. Right, they got to say, hey, look, we need to look at who's going to be getting attacked moving forward. And you can guarantee there's going to be Cam. Irving. And and we're seeing a great example of how. Rush and cover
2: work together. I mean, these guys, not all the time were these guys just beating them their one-on-one battles, getting back to the quarterback. A lot of those times Sam Darnold had to hold on to the football. He was back there patting it a lot, checking to see if this guy he had to go through three progressions before our defensive line got there. So that's kudos to the to the secondary working good. Kudos to the D-line as well, because a lot of those times he might have had somebody open. Here comes Randy Gregory, here comes Osa coming Mm -hmm. through with a quick sack. So these guys are working great together, and Dan Quinn has these guys moving great because he was camouflaging a lot of that. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time he thought it was zero coverage. That first pick by Trayvon Diggs, they thought it was zero coverage. He ended up floating into a zone, and Sam Darnold didn't know what to do with it. Threw, right, threw it right to Trayvon Diggs. So, kudos to Dan Quinn. Kudos to those guys. They're flying around.
1: Speaking of, though, goodness, <sighs> we mm-hmm. got to find a way rushing cover but rushing in your lanes <laughs> because <laughs> Sam Darnold had – I was like, who is this he dude? I had to watch Bo Nix. The night before, Ooh. go against LSU looking like Johnny Manziel 2.0. <sighs> and then I come in on Sunday morning getting ready for the game, and all of a sudden we got this dude, Sam Darnall, he leads lead Jackson. the league in <laughs> rushing TDs and got two <laughs> against us. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, come on, let's figure out a way to handle this. Because if we don't, this is going to be something that we continue to see throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the season.
0: And who's the quarterback coming in here next week?
1: Danny Dimes. Danny he Dime. can run. He has some wheels now. I was <laughs> sleeping on Dimes' as wheels. So he can run a little bit. So I, you know, like you know, if, if we're being nitpicky, I think that's something that we need to get uh, get mm-hmm. fixed. And we also need to find a way to stop letting our foot off the gas, right? Because one, mm-hmm. you killing me on my top ten. Like if we're gonna have, if we're gonna play from twenty, like twenty points ahead, then I got no shot, right? Because if, if we're that gonna continue, if we're gonna continue to pull people out of the game because they got back tightness and say that they can still get in and play if they really needed to. He needed to, all right? Because yeah. <laughs> it became too close at the end of the game, and we're not going to be able to get away with that uh, against some of these better teams that we play down the road.
0: Also, shout out to Golston. Yeah,
1: the Yeah. rookie coming Absolutely.
0: In. The and I and I'm I'm sorry, I'm just full of effusive praise for this defense <laughs> because I just I after last year's debacle, um, I wasn't sure if they could. How how you know? Because because we get you. We get sold so much stuff. Hey, this is going to be fine. It's going to be fine. "Mm," And I'm at that point in time, haven't covered the team for so long. Okay, I'm waiting. To see what Will McClay has done with this draft, I don't think people understand how good he is at his job. When you think about Micah Parsons, there's no doggone way in the world Micah Parsons should have been the 12th pick in the draft. I mean, think about it. The Cowboys were sitting at 10, and they traded down in the division. Okay. Two dudes, the t- teams in the division. Okay. They passed on Michael Parsons. You get him at 12. And right now, he is the odds-on favorite to be the rookie of the year. Without right a now. doubt. Yeah. Right now. So you get him. Um, you look at Adigie Woozer and what he's been able to contribute to this football team <laughs> right now, taking him in the third round. You see Goldston out there, who they had— they had high thoughts in the OTAs and and in, and and in, uh, rookie minicamp, gets hurt at training camp and, and this guy gets out on the, gets activated. gets out on the field he's making plays
1: mm-hmm. just
0: looking at these young
1: players don't forget the, about Diggs the year before well, yeah. and, and that's where I was getting oh, going yeah, next go
0: you so you go and you look at the year draft before where you you've got CeeDee Lamb in round 1 you get Diggs in round 2 and then you got Neville Gallimore in round 3 and you're just seeing production from these guys mm-hmm. and, and when you start to consider the big contracts that you have of Adak Prescott, of Ezekiel Elliott, of Tyron Smith, the Lel Collins, and all the people who've been paid Zach Martin. You needed to have young players contribute and contribute – at low cost. Yeah.
2: And what is these, and wow. and what has this young influx in talent been able to do for the rest of the team? I mean, it's, it's like iron sharp as iron. Everybody else picked their game up. Yeah. Now, you know, Wolf Hunter and Jalen Smith, they didn't have the greatest of games yesterday, but before that, they were playing pretty well. Yeah. And then look at Anthony Brown out there. Trayvon Diggs is balling. Here comes Anthony Brown. He's stepping his game up. He's not getting beat. He's batting balls down as well. You gotta make that pick. You gotta get that gotta pick. Make that big play. But he's not giving up great play or big plays out there, so he's stepping his game up as well. So this young influx of talent is definitely made this defense better and the, and the older veterans around them better as well.
0: And uh, as we go to break, I'm just going to say it again. What could they be when they get the pieces back together? Mm. Maybe they don't get all the pieces back together because you guys play in the league, you know, and you, you rarely ever get the team you think you're going to get. Yeah. But they have some pieces coming that could definitely have a dramatic effect on the defense. In terms of an Armstrong, in terms of a Wilson, in terms of, of a Tank Lawrence, I mean they're going to get some guys back here. Uh, uh, Neville Gallimore, mm-hmm. maybe one day your man Gator Roll appears. Uh, <laughs> <Kristen Hill. laughs> Not the Gator Roll. <laughs> <laughs> I mean they're just wrestling folks down here. We don't need we don't need
1: no penalties, okay. We'll okay. We well, let's know. get our
0: first break in, and maybe, maybe fans will apologize to Ezekiel Elliott because <laughs> this whole notion of of sending him down and people like Booger Ooh, McFarlane run, running around on, on ESPN talking about Tony Paul's the number one back. Uh, no, no. Barry Church, Danny McCrae, Louis Scruggs. Is. This <laughs> is the Players Live on Hotels.com. MyHotels.com on Dallas,
2: and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
0: Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know
2: you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events.
0: Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo, Kiero, Yo, Kiero, guacamole.
1: It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Back to the Players' Lounge. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, October 9th to experience Rally Day, presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of the stadium, play games, get autographs from Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. And that's going into a game with the New York Giants, who are coming to town here. Cowboys uh, in the midst of three straight home games. They've won two. And here come the Giants, who won in New Orleans yesterday. They did. So that's uh, th- this league is, is always interesting. You're in the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. Barry Church, New East Scruggs, and Danny McRae with you here. Okay, Ezekiel Elliott, 20 carries, 143 yards, one touchdown versus Carolina, who had the number one rush D, number one overall D yesterday, making a statement. And then you go back to the Philadelphia game on Monday night. 17 carries, 95 yards, and two touchdowns. wanted to touch on this since you guys both played in this league. You played Monday night. Then you had to come back on a short week and play Sunday yeah. early, so you end late Monday night, play early, and then the team you're going against has ten game ten days to get ready for the football game. Your thoughts on what Ezekiel Elliott did, having that kind of time frame with a body that's getting beat up and hit and hit? Uh, absolutely amazing. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> like you know, I think that he started off the season ready to run the ball right Mm -hmm. and then he goes into that first game and he's a team player he's like you know what i gotta do what i gotta do for the team but in his back of his mind he's like when i get my shot i'm gonna be ready Mm -hmm. and we've seen ever since that first game when you hand him the ball he's been able to make plays it is very incredible that he was able to come off the game against the chargers come off the game against the eagles where he had 17 carries 95 yards and then get in here and play how he played Mm -hmm. uh yesterday Which was absolutely amazing. 2000 and whatever, uh, 16 Z. He was that guy. Fast. He looked quick. He was patient. He was protecting the ball. Everything that you expected out of a $90 million guy, that's what you got yesterday. And you basically, that's what he brings to to this team and to this offense. He's a
2: sledgehammer out there. I mean, at the the early parts of this game, the first quarter, second quarter, it was always a lot of three three yards in a cloud of dust. He was just running through guys, but what a lot of viewers didn't see is that he was always falling forward. When he got in contact with the linebackers when he got in contact with the defensive ends or defensive alignment out there he was always falling forward for two or three yards and after a while maybe being a defender I know this after a while you get to the point where man I don't want to tackle this dude no more because <laughs> it starts to hurt and you get them you get mad as a as a safety or a linebacker like why is it your d line what are y'all doing we need y'all to stop this guy because you don't want to hit him you know as it goes further along in the game and that's what he's bringing to this offense if we're able to feed this guy and look how balanced we were at that at that at that stage we're, we're running the ball well Dak only passed it what twenty two times. He had one hundred eighty yards, four TDs. But that's the type of offense that I see can be sustainable. That's the type of offense that it's going to be hard for defenses to prepare for. When you can run the ball well, pass the ball well, you know, what are you going to what are you going to try to take away? Because you can't. As a defensive, you can't take away that run with as good as our offensive line is playing. It sets up the pass extremely well. And Zicky got back to it. He was pounding guys, running through guys' throats, and that's what you love to see out of your ninety million dollar running
1: back. And I will say this, I don't know the exact number. Summer, but I know the record is pretty pretty is pretty wide from when we don't give Zeke the ball 20 times to when Zeke does get 20 carries. Ooh, I, can, I can guarantee like that. you that yeah. we win way more games than we lose when Zeke gets 20 yards versus when he doesn't. And if we continue to do that throughout the year, I think we'll win a lot of games.
0: Okay, let me piggyback on what you're saying, too. So, yes, the, the record is very – it's a favorable number. Mm-hmm. The, the favorabilities are definitely high uh, when you give him the ball. But also – that lessens the amount of passes you've got Dak Prescott out here Mm -hmm. slinging. So when Dak is 40-plus, the record is a losing record. So that kind of – one leads into the other. So Dak yesterday – Twenty two attempts throwing the football.
2: They he completed fourteen of them. <laughs> yes. He was super yes. efficient.
0: And so here's you know, so Dak threw it twenty two times, Zeke ran it twenty himself, plus we know what the mm-hmm. and Pollard did his part. This is winning football and it keeps your defense.
1: Exactly. On the That's don't, the biggest point. And don't you forget Okay, my man Dak had some rush yards yesterday too, man. Zach <laughs> he looked, looked good. Yeah, Zach looked good. I mean, Dak looked good running around the corner. He said he was going to try his best to stay on the field by not running as much and being the hero. Mm-hmm. But when he needed to yesterday, fourth and two, yeah, he ran and got them thing Took
2: off for twenty yards. And Nui, to your point, I mean, that's the to me that's the biggest thing with this with running the rock right now. It keeps your defense fresh. I mean, we can go back to our success when we had success 2016, 2014, We ran the ball with Demarco. We ran the ball with Zeke it kept our defense fresh and we were able to take the ball away that's what we're doing now I mean that's the formula for success we run the ball well have a balanced offense and then you go out there to defense they're leading the league in takeaways right now I mean your corner got five of them things already. <laughs> five of them interceptions already so to me this is the this is a formula for success it's sustainable these guys can do it and hopefully they can keep this same momentum going throughout the year how many takeaways did we have yesterday Two, two of them things. Two. Church, I thought for sure. I thought for sure this was going to be the game where we decide if we can win games without taking the ball away. But Trayvon Davis, he continuously proves me wrong. This is two interceptions. He got five in the first four games. I don't think I've ever seen a defensive back for the Dallas Cowboys be as productive as this guy is in the first part of the season.
0: It's because you're too young.
1: Who, who – oh, I mean, well, yeah, Everson Walls Excuse did his young. thing. He did
0: – Everson a, Walls a, you're did his a baby. thing. You're a
1: baby. But at, five and four games? At, at what point – at what point do they stop going <laughs> at Trey That's Diggs? what I was wondering. Like, like what at what like? point in the season do do teams start saying, hey, we're not going that way like, like they do Jalen Ramsey? Like, yeah. Like if it, you're yeah. opposite of Jalen Ramsey, you, you go, got a long yeah. day's work, all right? Yeah. But if on Jalen Ramsey's side, you're not getting nothing. At what point do you say, man, we – We probably going to Anthony Brown.
0: Okay, okay. So let me let me pull up the tweet from our man, Clarence Hill. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, the new Primes oh, no. like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, let's pull up our tweet from our man Clarence Anybody saying all hey, that I My all man ain't all returning all that and yeah. doing all that
1: stuff But he he looks damn good He does, but prime time He he affected the game in so yeah. many different he ways
2: was. Like it was Now, I,
1: now, now listen Trayvon okay. Diggs say he got his, his hand on 14 balls last season If he could turn all those in to turnovers then he, And I was He's like He's on his way. I was like, boy, you crazy He's on his way He's almost here. Boy, what was, he, was I wrong? He was, I mean, that's good and
2: the way he's doing it, I mean, if we look at that second interception out there, because the first one, yeah, he kind of hit in the weeds. I give more credit to Dan Quinn than him on that interception, because he kind of hit in the weeds and everything like that, and Sam Donald threw it right to him. But that second interception he had, that's pure film study right there. I mean, the guy was playing off. He knew the first down marker was only five yards, so they're going to have to do something quick to him. And once the snap of the ball happened, he didn't take a step back. He was right there, willing for it. He read the quarterback, great, broke on it. And the most, impor- the most impressive part about that interception, most DBs, I know I would have done it. I would have went right through the receiver. Like, oh, there's a pass interference. I'm just trying to bat the ball down. This dude got the skills to go around the receiver, take the ball away from the receiver while he's
1: coming around him without filing him, and getting the interception for his team. I mean, this, this dude is making some special plays on Listen, there. and as you say that, if you looked at that entire game, our, our cornerbacks, they saw something on film that said, hey, we're going to play flat footed and did. break on these routes. Because the one that uh, AB got, he kind of got beat over the top on, mm-hmm. he was sitting flat footed and they finally saw it and then they ran a double move. So I was like, yeah, nobody's worried about that, AB. Right? Y'all, y'all saw on film that Sam Darnold is going to throw these short routes and yeah. they played that thing short the whole night. Yep. <laughs> and Trayvon did got two picks. AB almost got one. He should have had one himself. <laughs> so, yeah. So like, I th- when it goes back to coaching, right? They have these guys dialed in, locked in. The coaches are seeing it. The players are seeing it, and they're able to put what they see on film and take that to the field, and they're making plays. That, this game
2: was definitely about halftime adjustments because going in the first half, I mean, it was, it was nip and tongue. They were battling. I mean, we got a couple favorable calls out there because that fumble from, from my boy Schultz, that that, day, that was a pure fumble. Which he got one? stuck. Which, which one? Yeah, it was a rough day for my boy. I which mean, one? Fantasy-wise, he did all right. But that was a fumble for sure by, by Schultz Absolutely. out there. So we got a couple favorable calls, but then you come out to the second half. And the adjustments made by Quinn, by Joe Witt, by those guys, they, they they won that battle. over Coach Brady and all those guys over there, they won that battle. Because when we came out to that second half, that, I believe, was the turning point. When Carolina came out, I think they got one first down. Maybe even they might have went three and out after that. And the Cowboys got the ball back and went straight down the field and scored to make it, I think it was a what? 21-14 at, yeah, no, at that
1: time? No, 20-14? 20-14 at that
2: time. That was the turning point because we never seen again what Sam Donald in that office was able to do. We had him flustered the entire time. So, shouts out once again to Dan Quinn. Those halftime adjustments definitely uh, made a difference. baby,
1: turn your hat backwards. Baby, turn your (laughs) hat backwards. Leave it like that, man. You was cooking. (laughs) Dialing it up, man. Game after game after game. There's not been a game that we went into so far this season, four games in, where we say, uh, hey, man. Dan Quinn got out <laughs> right. Like we have gone into each game and say, you know what? He gave us a chance. He did. To make each some and plays. every time. Right. <laughs> and we definitely got to give
2: got to give uh, some kudos to Kellen Moore. Did you? That, yep. fourth, that Was that fourth down or third down when they did that Zeke option? Oh yeah, man. That, that, was, that, was a nice past, that was nice In the past, that, that would have nice. been a four, five yard hitch down. to, to a five yard hitch to you know C D out there or something reverse or something like that. But he, he's cooking right now because that play. That, was that You gotta have some cojones <laughs> to pull that off, man. That man grabbed that thing. Let me get the little option in there.
0: That hey, that, that was that was smooth. Kellen Moore has uh, definitely grown into the job. So the tweet Clarence Hill put out is 22 hours ago. It says, "Trayvon Diggs is the new prime time." Then I oh, I hit him no. back. I said, "Drunk tweet."
2: Come on now. I mean, look, look, like, the
0: yeah. band's balling out. And then, so on a TV show last night, Jacques and I, you know, we're like, okay, let's, let's just bring up Clarence. What Clarence had to say. And then Clarence gonna call me. Now, this is this is just so Clarence. He knows I'm on TV at the time. Mm-hmm. Go call. Phone sitting there, I'm standing right here, and I can see I can see the phone ringing. I'm like, it's Clarence. So all <laughs> out of pocket. Then he's gonna tweak it at me. He said, I expected more from you, Newey Scruggs. The new prime time doesn't mean he's on the level of the old prime time. You all need to stop being so literal. As far as the Cowboys are concerned, he is the closest thing to prime as a playmaking quarterback since prime left, hence the new prime. so, so, did, so, so he,
1: yeah. the, Well, it, it sounds the same. Exactly. Give <laughs> so him a new nickname. You call him new, new prime <laughs> and well, said that based off the old prime, he looks like the new prime. The new this verse. Is, you literally are saying – Exactly what. That's new like calling somebody Megatron or something. Like, yeah, come on now, you
0: can't be giving out nicknames I said, like you that. Can, you could tell me he has prime qualities. qualities boom. <laughs>
2: said, you don't just say this is prime 2.0. I mean, you
0: nah, know, nah, nah. Goes, that, you know, you call it Revis that Island. That makes it seem I like mean, the
2: that makes it seem like the new version is better. No, 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 no.
0: Well, it produced a Twitter chain of reactions and people like, well, you know, considering what Clarence said, he's the best corner since Prime, and I'm just sitting to myself saying, okay. I love because because you know I don't want anyone to interpret that I don't love what Diggs is doing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I go back to two years ago when I had him slotted in as the guy that they needed to draft in the first round. You called it second contract. Um, So I love the player, but as Bill Parcells used to say, (laughs) let's put the anointing oil away. Let these players go prove this. Yeah. Um, To be a guy, even considered someone like Prime, you need time. Okay. And 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 trust. You know, what's one thing you you could you trust a Jalen Ramsey? Jalen Ramsey has done this for years now, and you played with with Jalen Ramsey. They gotta move him the nickel because they were so scared to throw to him on the outside. You know, and you get that three way. Trust comes three way through time, consistency, and proof. Trayvon is showing us Mm -hmm. early in his career that he can be this guy. But Make a Pro Bowl, make an all-pro team, and then do it again. That's when you start getting your name in those types of conversations. Yeah. Um, I think people forget that when Terrence Newman was healthy, Terrence Newman was a good corner. He was a dog. He was a good football player He was a dog, here. without a doubt. Uh, while Byron Jones did not take the ball away, when Byron Jones finally got in a position where Chris Richard knew he could make some plays, he helped his football team. Without a doubt. And
2: Nobody was, was getting over 100 on Byron.
0: So the, the qualities of Trey Diggs tell you he could be a really good football player. Let's, let's not call him Prime yet. And, and you guys were young, but, you know, I remember Prime at Florida State. I remember Prime at Florida State, Death Valley, when they're taking on Clemson and Danny Ford calls for a punt return and Dion's over there on the sideline and his number two talking about, I'm taking it back, I'm taking it back. Because one of my uh, high school teammates was on the, his uh, visit. He was on a recruiting visit. Prime caught that punt, took it to the house. Talked it, did it. They ended up winning the game. And then my boy was in the locker room afterwards, and Danny Ford kicked them all out. Oh, all the recruits, get out, get out. I mean, he just chewed his team up for down. I mean, this – Prime was special. Yes, he he He's he, a Hall
2: of Famer for a reason.
0: man. You know, he, 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 was, he was a different kind of guy. And to, to – I don't want to put that on Diggs just yet. It's a lot of pressure. Right. What we're seeing, though, is the Cowboys got it right.
2: Oh, without a doubt.
0: The Cowboys got it right, and he's got these qualities – uh, to be a good football player, and when you talk about a Dak and a Zeke, you know the way they, the a mindset that you need to play at this high level. A Tank Lawrence, he's showing you he's falling in line with those guys. That he's got that kind of yeah, mentality.
1: Almost ruined that dude out right, there oh, with yeah. Nolan. Nolan almost yeah, was had close. that man out there looking. <laughs> You man, let the wrong people get their hands on the on the on the on the the tool. What do you say? He need his tools. You let let the wrong man get his hand on your tools, man. And all of a sudden, dude look like a totally different player. And you got Nolan for three years versus having what you got now. That all of a sudden, you might not be saying anything good about Mm these. This is
0: true. All right, let's uh, let's take our final break. And uh, when we come back here.
2: I got a question to ask more, y'all when we
0: get back, too. More issues with your old squad.
2: Uh, down in Jackson, uh, Jacksonville.
0: Down in Jacksonville today. Yeah. Duval. What yes. is going down yes, in yes, Duval, yes. man? Barry Church, Danny McCray, New Eastbrook. This is Players Lounge on DallasCowboys.com. Radio Back to the Players' Lounge. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, performances, beer gardens, and more. Game ticket required. Can I say that one more time? Game ticket required. For more information, visit ATTStadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse.
1: You said people going to be trying to get enough without a game ticket? I'm trying to get to the lighthouse. Hey, they just tried to do the little pregame. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the lighthouse. Man. Can I get to the lighthouse?
0: <laughs> All right. Gotta
2: have a ticket playoff.
0: <laughs> I will give you the example. You have people who go over to Texas Live for the game. Yeah. Okay, they're not going to the Cowboy, end, so they want to slide, slide. You know, keep on their little enjoyment and slide on over to the middle of lighthouse. Uh, no, no, no ah, contraband, ah, frere.
2: How my boy Matumbo did it. Ah, ah, ah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because without it. I mean, if this was just open to any and everybody, because there's a lot of folks who, you know, they want to be a part of the atmosphere, they want to do a tailgate, but you know, they don't have, they don't have a ticket for the game. We're rolling up all in there. So, hey, hey, hey,
1: you gotta do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> Miller lighthouse be overrun. <laughs> hey,
2: they must be smacking out there, especially with
0: know.
1: us winning.
2: Yeah. Everything's
0: good when you're winning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So everybody wants to be around it. So my, my best friend works over Texas Live, and he's like, you know, he's from Houston. I like, man, you Cowboy fans. your fan, people up here. <laughs>
1: your
2: people. <laughs> Amen. Act the great. The lighthouse
0: was popping after the game, though. We walked by it. Boy, it was popping.
2: It was jumping out there, at oh CB. Oh, my God, was it jumping. Man, mm. a DJ out there. It was popping.
0: I was going to say, Chris, is it like the old corral back at Texas Stadium? Uh, yeah, they have the DJ, they got the games I think, it's, it, but it's not covered So it's like, I mean they have like
2: Covered areas, but okay. it's not like a tent Like the old corral Yeah, I can only imagine leaving those games as a player now Because I used to hate it, especially when you win. winning Everybody's staying for the whole game Traffic, man, it takes a while to get up out of there So I can only imagine what it is right now Gotta just, take you at least two hours To get to the crib Just stick
0: around and hang out, talk, oh, to, no. talk to the media No sir oh,
2: no. Media, no, 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 oh, no we about it, yeah. Victory so, yeah. Monday,
0: yeah. So I'm, I'm dating myself, but back in the day, Texas Stadium. You know, after the game, you know, go ahead and go over to the corral, the Cowboy corral. There would be players there hanging out, but that was the old thing. And then when I worked in Los Angeles, the Forum Club after the game. It ooh, was jumping. Ooh, Let, oh, me, ask them, Let me ask you this, ask <laughs>
2: What had the what had the uh, best atmosphere or the better atmosphere, Texas Stadium or this new AT and T? Because I never got to play in Texas Stadium, so was it like, what's the new? Is it is it the same
0: atmosphere? Is one better than the other? <sighs> for me it's definitely what's going on now because it's it's today they have basically all of these stadiums are doing what Jerry Jones has done. Mm-hmm. It's spawned this. And so what they've been able to do in their own way is really maximize there's more clubs and more places to do, and then there's also tiers of it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, you got your big, you know, big money, big money up here, top, right right right. Here. right, right, right. So, so they've done an outstanding job of, you know. Making sure you where you need to be, where you can afford to be, and doing your thing. So I, I would definitely say here, and it's just all the, all the amenities, all the luxury yeah. um, of what they've done at this stadium. And that's but that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, the old Forum Club, you know, you look at it now, like, what a cramped dump that was compared <laughs> to what they're doing out there at Staples now. So, but that's what you're supposed to do is improve the improve the experience. Mm-hmm. And along the way, in improving the experience, all of these folks building these stadiums have been smart enough to realize that guess what. You know what, there's different levels of entertainment and experience that people want. It's got mm-hmm. kind of like some people like to go to their local dive bar and just do it there, and some people maybe the old Century Club back in LA. They went to the old Century Club when you went over there and you know
1: so So they got Louis Vuitton store up in uh ATT Stadium now. I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it. <laughs> I
0: mean yeah, I mean so they that's which is the beauty of it. They have maximized the type of level of entertainment that you can have. Mm-hmm. Um Rangers, they did that at their new ballpark. There's a speakeasy little restaurant. My kid got to go. He had some free tickets from uh, from the job, and they mm-hmm. went there behind home plate. And then there's a whole little restaurant down here that you know everybody can't get to. Mm-hmm. So they sat there and they had a good job. And so they've got all these different places so you can have your entertainment and fun at the Rangers game. And they've they've kind of maximized it as opposed to what your type of ticket prices you have, yeah. entertainment you can get. So that's that's smart.
1: Well, well I tell you what, Cowboys uh, game ticket prices are going up. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. Y'all better lock y'all tickets Ooh, in early, cause, especially if they win it like yeah, this. Yeah, because coming to bye week, we might have one loss. All right, mm-hmm. and so you come out of bye week with just one loss, you got you got some stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jerry man, because he's he gonna cash yeah, in on yeah, that. You know, if anybody gonna cash <laughs> gonna in, cash you know in who's gonna that. cash
0: in. Yeah, I got I got hit I got hit with, hit with the, the ticket request last week, and I told the person I said, look, if you think, once again, people trying to find discounts, I'm like. Okay, we we'll mm-hmm. help you out. It's the Dallas Cowboys. There are no discounts.
2: Would you tell us, man? What's your credit card number? <laughs> <laughs> hey, credit let card me get number. that credit card number. But then
0: I just tried to tell. I said, "Look, there's only one way you're going to find discounts on cowboy tickets. Been doing this for a minute. Since the stadium opened, I, this is how it works. The only way you'll find them is that it's the end of the season and they're and they're a losing team." That's the only way you're going to get them. Like last year. All right, six to 10 team, you're not good. Come December, people are giving up their tickets. I said, if they're competing, then no way. You're mm-hmm. not giving them up because it is the place to be. And every town has that team. Mm-hmm. In St. Louis, it's the Cardinals. You want to go to the Cardinal game. All right? In LA, you want to go to the Lakers game. Here, you want to go to the Cowboy game. And when they're winning, you don't get the ticket because everybody wants to go. Yeah. That's Everyone true. wants to go. And that's the, that's, that's, that's what I said. So if you're looking at, you know, I just want to go on a cheap ticket. You're not. And then I said, here's the other one. I said, this is the this is probably your best way to go to the game economically. Go, wait till kickoff, find some scalpers. I said, because at that point in time, if you're holding tickets and you're a scalper, you want to get rid of them because they're just going down. Mm-hmm. And I said, but that, that involves a risk. So if you want to be there with your kid... You should go ahead and buy a ticket. Log on the seat, you can can get you one of them standing room only tickets. Get you in there. Get you one of the standing room only. And see, here's the thing before you come to me, you should have done that already. But then again, I said, because they asked about that, should I go stand? I was like, okay, let me show you how this works. When the door is open, you need to be there first. You need to go get your spot. Four hours of standing. That's long. Get
2: your
1: standing room only ticket. And head on over to the Miller Lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go out there and get lit at the Miller Lighthouse. Because hey, hey, they got hey. a TV screen out there for That's all you're going to see, anyways. But this, pers-
0: this person wanted to take their child. So they wanted to see. So I just, I just said, yeah, if you're going to go, you better go. It's, it's a, a long, long time, time standing and then, up.
1: And then don't move. Go go to the bathroom.
0: Because
1: you're going to have no seat when you get back.
0: Right. And so so I just, in my own mind, i trying to say you, you're trying to go and save some dollars. It's just not happening. The price is the price.
1: It's up there. Yeah. Man, what's going on in Duval? Man, what, oh, what is yeah, going yeah, yeah. on in Duval, hey man. Man? hey, man, look, let me tell y'all something. We talked about this on the show. How long is Urban Meyer going to make it when he gets to Duval? What if the record is bad? How long before he say he have a health issue, a family issue? We I already think that about family it. issue is about to come up.
0: It's popping up quick. On my Twitter, it's the number one thing sports trending. <laughs> it's still trending. Still. Ooh, Urban trending. Meyer.
1: That video had 1.6 million views within 30 minutes of somebody posting it. Man, I'll tell you what. My man gets backing backing it up all in the club. Say, bro, you married. At your with own kids bar dog. At your own bar. You got to be, you got to be more careful than that. You gotta have security. Like, look, make sure nobody
2: is around me with the cameras out. Man. How about just don't go do Or just it? don't do it. I'm <laughs> talking about you just got off another another beatdown. Wasn't a beat down, but you done lost another game. You 0-4. You know, they played on a Thursday, so you probably got that little weekend off. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead up to my bar
1: in Ohio State and cut loose a little bit. Sir, you you you're <laughs> You played a long time. The head coach don't get no time off like that. He don't He not get no time off like that. Where I'm like, no, 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 no. no, he give he give his coaches a couple of days off. Maybe the players mm-hmm. get off, but the head coaches there, especially for a zero and four team, trying to figure out what it is he needs to do. Or how about spending some family time? Because <laughs> uh, <well>, you got <laughs> many college, other things that, to do. That college that college well, good job he, is opening he, up.
0: man. He, he did talk about the grant visiting the grandkids. So I'm just gonna keep it clean because most when you go search on Twitter, most of the things that are said about Urban aren't very clean. But the New York Post has a. Uh, Headline It says Jaguars coach Urban Meyer goes viral for party photos videos, and then they show him with the uh this is two different little blondes that are right next to him <laughs> in his Ohio State jersey with a, dr- and it don't with a drink it, to, don't with make a drink it, in his hand. It don't make it, it,
2: don't make it look any better because he, he kinda looks sauced in those pictures. Like you, you kind of got that glazed
1: over look on him. I'm like, ah. Nah. He, he got that look like 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 he trying to trying to be like, play it cool. Yeah, like, like, like to, be, Even if I am on camera, then, <laughs> then I can still got I got some deniability. Plausible, nah. like you know, I was trying to move her, you know, out nah, of the way. Playoff. Nah, bro, you, nah. you may want nah. to go all in at that point. Go home. <laughs> go home. home. Go home, do your job, bro. If you gonna do that, bring the wife with you. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness, can't let him. Out. Now, I what was he doing up there, Ohio State? Why he had to leave? He got his own bar up there. He don't know how to act on one weekend. This man was up there for a whole season. Where are your boys at? At this, at this, where are your boys at? Like, I ain't gonna, on, judge. I ain't on, gonna judge you, Urban. I
0: just uh, where, don't you have a room? I mean, you Urban Meyer, it's your bar. Don't you have a little room, little privacy room and?
1: Yeah. He's a man of the people. <laughs> the, the people's champ, man. You want to be around the people. Nah, I feel sorry. Hey, man, for the, that's, that's a tough thing. But, uh, hey, man, you got you got to do the right thing. You got to be more careful. You hate to see it.
0: Yep, you hate to you see it. You hate
1: to see it. You
0: asked a question you want to ask. Before we get out of here, you had a question you wanted to ask your church, Churchbury Church?
2: Oh yeah, so I just real quick. I know it's one, it's uh, one sixteen yeah, So real right? quick, we, we can
0: bring it. for the next episode. We'll <laughs> wait to the next episode. Okay, wait to the next episode.
2: Yeah. So. get CB up out of here.
0: All right, hey, look, um, we covered a lot here. Covered a lot here. We got into Zeke. We got into the defense. Got into uh, is Trayvon Diggs' new prime time as Clarence Hill Jr. tried to put out there. Oh, hell no. I mean, come on, easy, dad. <laughs> all right the ultimate survivor he is danny McCrae. tell everybody where they can get their survivor 41 shirts because the episode three is coming up wednesday on cbs that you're a part of the cast on
1: yep seven o'clock you can uh order your shirt on my instagram page uh at danny mccray 40 click the link they are selling out but hey, i'll, order, case, I'll order some more for y'all man don't worry
0: Church already has
1: his. Yeah, I got mine, man. Wear it on
2: make Wednesday. Sure you make, yeah, I'm going to wear it on Wednesday. Wednesday. Make sure you get it. It's comfortable, great material. New, and look, you know. New you next. Get, Newie next. Newie next. He got to get his. What's up, Newie? Okay. Support, look, yeah. support Black <laughs> cannabis, huh? hey, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he a Pembroke. He ain't going to support my boy. I, trusty. Right, trusty.
1: Did
0: you Did you pay for yours?
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe. Church sent me a whole case of wine. 12, 12, well, 12, 12, that's,
0: that's <laughs> 12. Okay, so that's, that's quick pro quo. He didn't pay for it. It's quick pro pro. Was, what'd <laughs> I you, you I mean? say It was a fair exchange.
1: His, his, his wine was worth way more and than that. hooked my boy up. Hooked <laughs> <laughs> like, That's the second case of wine he sent me too. hold on. hooked up. my boy up, man. Nui, <laughs> <laughs> what's up? I got you. All line, man. He, I, I, I didn't even you. say that. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Man. We, yeah, all we'll see. Good. we all good.
2: what's your credit card number?
1: Now you gave us some fire. You done gave me some fire
0: i gave us some fire. I'll bring cash.
1: We're going to see.
0: We got to go. Players' Lounge. (laughs) Brought to you by Hotels.com. Here on Dallas Cowboys.com radio. Goodbye. (laughs) This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?